We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bart, are we still children tonight? That's the first comment here from Garrett. Got somebody else commenting. Can we be worried yet? Congratulations for your comments and for your tweets. Congratulations for your worry coming true. Congratulations for putting it out there into the world that this could happen. Folks, Twitter's still overreacting. Congratulations to you. Congratulations. You got what you wanted. The misery that you idiots pine for, you got what you wanted. Congratulations. I don't even want to do this. I, I don't want to talk. What am I going to talk? I'm going to talk. I'm, I'm trying to be rally the troops guy. And now I got to talk to a bunch of people that are, are I told you so. Yeah, well, congratulations. I'm three one of the fucking eight. This is the Bart Winkler show. This is the start of the podcast. We're also streaming. Thanks to Dan Shaney Insurance, danshaney.com. I did two YouTubes on Monday, and one was the Aaron Rodgers trade reaction, which will be the second half of the podcast. I thought that that would be the news to start with, is the Rodgers trade, and then we would talk some Bucks. And for a while, we were going to – the Bucks, you know, that first half was so awful – because they led the whole time, and it felt like they never led. It felt like they were trailing the whole time, but they weren't. And then the second half, they came out on a little bit of a run, and then I was starting to get more worried about my, uh, like the spread bet I placed at Pato, which I lost, which I should have never bet, but I went there, and I couldn't do the ticket thing until 11 o'clock, and I was there at 9.30, whatever. So then I was worried about that. And then I don't even know what it, like, I got to go back and watch this. I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what happened. Like the series isn't over and I'll still preach that. And, but I even, I even been, I, I mean, I'm nine years ago, I'm in my living room panting and needing to go outside for the NFC championship game in Seattle. And I don't think, I don't, I'm not saying this is the same. I'm not saying, but I personally haven't reacted that way since. Nine years later, I'm kicking all my son's Paw Patrols were neatly lined up. I'm kicking Rockies into Sky and Zuma's into Everest. My wife, are you okay? Sports. She goes, oh. I mean, this is a goddamn travesty. So we'll talk Bucks. 
uh, here on the YouTube, the podcast version of Bucks and Rogers. Both videos available on YouTube. Before I bring in you guys, uh, the StreamYard link is available. But before I bring in you guys, I just got to say that Kevin Harlan is dead to me. Uh, I would not have ever watched Bally Sports under any circumstances. And I guess we will on Wednesday, but uh, I don't – I think as an announcer, you, you announce to the story and – Kevin Harlan's a great announcer, and we love how excited he gets, and I'll go back on this take eventually. I'm just very mad, but he still gave more oomph and excitement for Jimmy Butler's points 10 through 20 than he did 45 through 55 or whatever. I just didn't get it all night. I, I left the room for a minute. I was I had to do something in the kitchen. Game's still going on. It was like – and I hear, uh, I hear Harlan screaming. I'm like, well, the Heat must have cut it to 13. Time to eat some crow. Was Jake right? Why Why am I – this is what I don't understand. Two years ago, I'm screaming at you guys saying, don't give up, don't give up. And then they win, and I do my chairs, and it's all fun. And now I'm not even saying they're going to – I'm just saying, like, let's, let's not panic. I was just telling you not to panic until it's time to panic. Now I think you can panic. But congratulations to all of you guys. You got two or three extra days of panic out of me. Good fucking work. Great shit. Q. And I'm going to bring in Tony as well. Q and Tony. Q, who you will hear later on this podcast, be very excited that the Bucks are going to win and that Jimmy's uh, going to get destroyed by Giannis. So I may have to edit that part out for you. I, Tony, I mean who is in Texas... Well, and, uh, I'm actually has I'm muted here. his mic. Are you guys there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Can anyone speak? Yeah. Can you hear me, Hello? Bart? Can you hear me? Someone say a word. Hey, Bart. I can hear Tony. Matt, can I hear you? I don't know. I can hear all. Oh, of them. okay. Sorry. Is everybody there? Yeah. yeah. Yep. We hear you. We I hear had you. the TNT stream going on still. <laughs> All right, I got Q, I got Matt, I got Tony. Uh, let everybody roundtable this, but let's start in the order they came in. Q, you first. I mean, it's a sad day. Um, I I was so – I had so much positivity when they announced this morning that Giannis was going to play, and then positivity just built and built and built through the fourth quarter. Um, and – the rest is history. Like you, Bart, I don't know what happened in the fourth quarter um, to have this end result. Um, I'm so disappointed. I have I, to go back and watch. I, I like I literally blacked. I don't I can't even tell you what happened. And I I think like you, like I think if any team can win three games in a row to back into a series victory, I think it's the Bucks, especially with this roster, but man, this one hurts. And like with, with the quality of this roster and um, I, I just, it will be hard to give this franchise another pass based on the health of Giannis. um, If, if things go the way that it looks like it's going to. No, Um, if they, if they do lose the series, then uh, Bud should be fired. And you got to trade Middleton or some shit. You got to do something. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree that if we don't win the finals, 
that you got to get rid of Chris because because he was kind of an anchor dragging this team down the entire season. Bart, still not worried. Are you guys excited? Like all, all that I hear when you guys ask me if I'm not worried anymore is you guys being excited that you got more days of worry than me. Yeah, I mean, and I, I still, I'm not going to say that it's over yet. They got two of three in Milwaukee. They clearly have the better team. They clearly have a better team, but Giannis played 11 minutes of the first three games. And then Jimmy Butler, uh, I mean, what, what did he end up with tonight? 50, 56, 56 points. And he would not miss. So just because like what I say about the NBA playoffs is why I love it is that the better team wins. Well, Hey, the heat might buck that trend. And of course they're going to do it as an eight one. And of course they're going to do it after we thought we vanquished them two years ago. This is right back to that bubble series. This is, this is right back. This is the same shit. So I guess the bubble's not a fluke because I thought it was a fluky loss to to this shitty team. And here they are doing it in front of fans. And it's really like they, Jimmy Butler scored to bring with him four at one point and some heat fans like in his face, like, I can't believe this happened. Like, fuck you, man. I mean, honestly, like hats off to Jimmy Butler. Like his, his first quarter and his fourth quarter were unfucking believable. And the threes he was hitting in the fourth, it was just like, like, I, I don't understand them. I had a friend texting me like saying, like I was hoping we would play the Heat in the first round, just because statistically they looked like a shitty team. Like they couldn't hit hit threes the entire year. Their defense was complete crap. Like hats off to Spolstra and the Heat for for rallying and taking advantage of like Giannis's health. Uh, hopefully, like I'm, I'm going to the game Wednesday. I'm expecting a win. And uh, hey, hold, but- hold the phone, Q. You can't say Giannis's health. What are you ta- taking advantage of Giannis's health? The Bucks were hey Bart. The Bucks were favorites without Giannis. Hey, the rest- hey Bart. I'm gonna hold on. Zach Tony, says I got. Tony I just want to read that. Up in Let like me just read this. Week, and he's yeah. just coming here to to say he was right the whole season. About I'm not the Bucks, saying so that. You. I'm, I'm a Bucks fan hold just on. like you, man. I mean, if, but on. you don't look at their deficiencies. Hold the on. Lack of creativity. Go ahead, Bart. It's your show. Go ahead. Uh, professional reset. I've got Q, I've got Tony in Texas, who's been very patient. Matt, uh, in the falls. I just want to read this tweet from Neil. He says, more people need to be pissed about the existence of the playing tournament. If it didn't exist, Bucks would have played the Hawks, and the Celtics would be dealing with bu- this bullshit. But then they, this only happens. I understand. This only happens against us. Wisconsin, Baba, what was me? You're all right. Congratulations. Take a fucking lap. Let's have a parade for our mediocrity like we did 50 years ago. I'm sorry I believed. Boo-hoo. I'm sorry I still believe. They're down 3-1. I still think they can win this series. Yeah, it's not over yet. But, you know, you're, right, you're, Tony, a, one seed. you're a one seed, Q. You got to take care of business. I don't care who you're fucking playing. You got to take care of business. And they're not taking care of business. Your second and third best players, arguably, are Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, allegedly. And uh, Brooke Lopez might differ with that. But those two guys didn't show up. Drew was garbage today, man. Drew's been garbage most of the series, so Drew, yeah, Drew was garbage. I'm, I'm 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 good with Drew never taking the three again. I know that Drew. Hey Bart, why does he keep on doing that? Like, so the Bucks finally call a timeout. I forgot what part of the game they got a nice little play to Brooke. It's like they need to get set plays. I mean, I coach basketball. I know this shit. You cannot just go play willy nilly and and just let Holiday shoot threes. Run a set. Get Brooke down. Brooke Lopez was phenomenal. 
it's a damn shame if they don't win this fucking series. Lopez yeah. was great. I thought Giannis was good, all things considered. Was he was he like Butler? No, but he played well. And Jimmy Butler's a damn good player. I go back to three years ago. No one wanted Butler on his team as a free agent. And everyone wanted Chris Middleton instead. And the Bucks went with Chris Middleton. They got a title. But would they have more titles with Jimmy Butler? I could argue that and say, yes, yep. they probably would get at least two or three more titles with Jimmy Butler than Chris Middleton. Matt, I have you on here twice. Hey, Matt, fuck your wild, too. Your Minnesota wild are going down. Oh, I forgot. Tony, you haven't been here in so long that we haven't even had a chance to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I can't believe you drove up there. Props to you, though, Matt. You got balls on you. It was fucking fun. It was great. Yeah, time did you get home? Um. Oh wow! I almost I almost fell asleep and died like seven or eight times on the highway. I <laughs> was like every time. Tech- <laughs> every time I was like, okay, next time I doze off, I'm pulling over. <laughs> and I made it. I powered through. And then I saw Conum walk, and it was just like I'm almost there, baby. And then I woke up. Um. <laughs> got home at like one thirty. It was rough. Jesus. It was rough. But I do it all over again, even though we lost. It was fun. Super fun. Ken says, is this um, segment sponsored by Happy Place Hemp? Bart seems mellow after the tough loss. It's a good reminder. Happy Place Hemp promo code is BART. 25% off all of your gummies, your CBDs, your THCs, the whole kit, Kang and Kabuto. What is it? Kit, what is it? Kit, kit, K-I-T. Kit, wow, K-I-T. Kit, kit what, though? Kit and Kabuto. Hey, oh, I, I got a question for you guys. The old pie I'm not, I'm not. Mellow. I open this. By bitching at all of you. Uh, don't bitch at me. I'm a Bucks fan. Hey, what's the pie chart here, Bart, of blame for this this fucking atrocity we got brewing here? Um, okay. Well, first of all, I think some of that has to go to Wes Matthews being hurt. How about signing Wes Matthews? Uh Wes Matt oh, how about the fact that we have no one to guard Jimmy Butler when we traded Jay Crowder for that reason? The motherfucker don't even play. I thought we were bringing in these Marquette guys to guard the other Marquette guy. Wes Matthews, like, we need him. Yeah, no, we do. We do. You're right. And and I got to look at I got to look at Drew Holiday and Chris. Both of them have got to be better. Both those dudes have got to be better, man. Butler is clearly a better player than both. Brooke Lopez made Bam a bitch. Bam was terrible. Bam was awful. Brooke was dominant. And then you look at Butler just destroying whoever's on him. I, crazy. And where's the double team? Do we ever double team them? Was there any double teams that you saw? Q? I would have quadrupled like, them. I wasn't joking about that when I tweeted it. I put four guys on them. Let let Duncan Robinson's stupid fucking face beat you. I, Duncan Robinson. He's from the school of Mike Dunleavy. Very very yeah, pitchable face. Where is the creativity on defense? Where is the creativity in offense? I don't know. It's it's not there. And, and I talked about the regular season. And my concern with the Bucks Q, and it was a concern in the regular season, is when the chips get down and it's hard to get a bucket, like, what do you have besides Giannis? Well, Brooke showed up, but what did you have besides that? You didn't have yeah, and I, I've said, I have said all year that Brooke was the second best player on this team. Um, and I'm not disagreeing with you that the creativity on offense and defense were lacking today. I am devastated that we blew – a triple double from a hobbled superstar and like old geezer Brooke Lopez putting the team on his back. Like, but at the same time, like where the fuck was Brooke on Monday or uh, on uh, 
over the weekend. Oh, that's right. The last yeah. Game. Yeah. Good like, point. Like, hey, Bart. Where the, where the fuck was he? So, no, you're I, right. I, I guess you're right. The, what's, what's been frustrating with this team is we can't get it all to click. Um, so, I, I, I don't know what the answer is. I am not going to write this team off because they've been with their backs against the wall before. And I don't know, like that's when Bud decides to pull like rainbows out of his ass and we'll see what he can do. But I'm with Bart. If we lose on, on Wednesday night, Bud has to go. And if we end up winning this series, maybe he needs a fucking statue. Uh, I, I don't know, but it, it is frustrating to have. Well, this ain't like- cute really quick. This is a legacy series and a legacy year for Giannis. He's got the most at stake, not Budenholzer. I think, I, I think we're, I think a lot of us, that's gone are, a lot of us are jumping no. the gun no. on Giannis' Aaron legacy. Rogers, it's I, no, 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 no. If Aaron Rodgers didn't exist in this state, nobody would have a problem with Giannis having one championship. Let's say Giannis played 12 years and had one championship. Not a single person would have a problem. But because we're all shitty about Aaron Rodgers doing it, which is a different situation. I've said this before. Nobody. but And now Giannis, Giannis still has at least like four, five, six good years left. We are way too. It's like when Mahomes was taking on Brady. And everyone's like, legacy game for Mahomes. Then he loses a Super Bowl and has won another since. And now nobody cares about that one. We are too... We are we are too, uh, Tony. You should be able to talk now. I think. Uh, thank you. We are too quick to want to define Giannis's legacy in terms of the ring situation. And we're very two bad. Away. We're, oh, we, hey Bart. After we the won Packers two years lost ago, to, right? Hey, after the Packers lost to the Broncos in '97, Ron Wolf had that old fart in the wind comment, and I thought the Packers would get some more Super Bowls with Favre. So one did. person says fucking fart in the wind on this uh, show. Can you said it. You said it today. Nick's been so saying it. it. You, I'm saying what you said. They didn't get any. You said Aaron Rodgers. I'm bringing up Brett Favre. They didn't. They didn't win any more Super Bowls. I mean, it's, you gotta want. You gotta want to go. For, you gotta go for the jugular, man. The Bucks. It's not comparable. It's, you, you've got to go for the kill. They're up by 15 in the fourth quarter. Then all of a sudden, it's a fucking close game. They, they didn't have the eye of the tiger at the end of the game. You gotta stay focused and want to kill. Chris Middleton did the same shit in 2019 against the Raptors. Could have hit that three and, and, and won that game before it got to overtime. Game three, I'm talking. And, and he didn't make it. He missed a huge three today. Played like shit most of the game. Drew played like shit most of the game. It was, their big guys did not come to play. I'm sorry. Brooke and Giannis came to play. All right. I'm going to uh, cue. I'm going to say goodbye to you. We'll hear from you a little later. Hey, Barty, I got a fan of yours in here. Jamie, she's here. She invited me over, her and her husband. So she 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 wants to get out and say hi. Hi. Hi, Jamie. What's Winslow the dog's name? Too. Who? Winslow. 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 Yeah. How's he feel about this bullshit? Uh, he's pretty pissed. Yeah. Pretty down. Yeah, not having it. Yeah. Bart, hey, and Chris, I don't want to beat down Chris, but you got to get more from him. You, you got to get more. You got to get the clutch shots. He didn't get the clutch shots today. He did it two years ago, but that's what he gets paid, what, $40 million a year or something. I mean, yes, there will be a discussion about Chris if they lose this series. And I, don't, like I, don't, I don't pile on Chris. I don't think it's cool to pile on Chris. It's not just him. But he gets paid a shit ton of money to be that guy to hit clutch. 
clutch buckets. And people are dissing Giannis. I don't want to diss Giannis, but this was a legacy season. All right, that's no and that's, playoff that is, for Giannis. That is so you wrong. Even even Winslow would say something that stupid. Right, I'm gonna finish this. I talked about IQ throughout the season. The Bucks showed lack of IQ down the stretch. I was right. I'm right again. I want the Bucks to win. I'm not giving up. All right. That's all, all right, Tony. See you, buddy. Uh, Matt, the floor is yours. Well, wow. I feel like I uh, feel like I aged while I waited here. Um, I don't know what to say after all that time. I'm sickened. I'm I'm disgusted. Um, every bone in my body is just throwing up. Every cell in my body is throwing up on a cellular level. Just down three one as the one seed, and um. I don't know how we got here. Uh, Nick says they had 10 opportunities to put a dagger in the heat. Instead, they jacked up horrible shots and didn't want to guard Butler. Cameron says, why wasn't there a single timeout during that 17 to three run? That's that's what I was just going to say. Jay Freely, who has been commenting all night, he says, act like you've watched the playoffs before. That's my shtick. Also, he's calling me a lib throughout all this, which I don't know where that has come up. Uh, but thank you. It's well known that you're a lib, but it doesn't matter. But it's not relevant to what I'm saying about the Bucks at That's this right. point. Um, Fuck. Sir Pep says, "Huh, gonna crack a high noon like Tim Shea and cry like a schoolgirl." High noon, come on, Tim, put your big boy pants on. Bad loss. Uh, Tim Shea, uh, noticeably absent uh, since he started his new job. Matt in the Falls is here. Badger bloody reviews is here as well. Bad? Wearing Man. a badger hat, drinking a bloody. This was this was supposed to be a celebratory bloody and a celebratory blunt, but instead I'm here trying to cope with my feelings the only way I know how. Wow. Shout out Happy Place, Hemp. Well, you can't get those there. I don't think they carry those. No, but, you know, <laughs> they're like-minded individuals, so we shout them out nonetheless. Big fan oh, good. of the company. Bart, I appreciate the shout out on the pod. Uh, it was nice to, you know, be the instigator in the Freem situation, even though that wasn't my intention. I really hope he takes them up on that uh, year's supply of gummies. It would be a shame if that went to waste. Yeah, Happy Place Hemp has offered Chuck Freeman a year's supply of gummies if he comes on my podcast. You know, he's he's old. I poke bears. I don't respect anybody in Milwaukee sports media <laughs> until they do an appearance on the Bart Winkler show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the scoring 40 of the NBA. Not many. Basically. Good stuff. You know, I'm I'm just going to go on record as saying I'm disappointed but not surprised. I had a tweet the other day saying, hey, the Bucks are in real danger of uh, having what happened to the Packers. Generational talent, one ring early in the career. I don't want to do this now. I don't want to do it either. I feel like it's deja vu. I feel like it's that scene from Clockwork Orange. I'm sitting there with my eyes pried open watching it happen again. Hold on. Stay right there. Uh, I'm getting Doug and Racine calling the voicemail line, but I'm going to Try to talk to him live. Hey, Doug. Hey, Mark. Doug, we're doing the post game show on YouTube, and you called my voicemail line, so I'm I'm talking to you on YouTube. That's cool. Yeah. I was hoping I could get in. Good. What's up? You're on the show. I just don't know, Bart. Twelve point lead. Fifteen. Mismanagement. Doug. Fifteen. Fifteen points. Well, it was twelve most of the last half, and it just 
Oh, I'm just cringing right now. You know how big a Bucks fan I am. I just, uh, I don't want to say anything bad, but it, it looks like it's time for uh, some big changes coming here. If this, if this falls the way it's going, I mean, with Giannis back, I don't know. I don't know, Bart. What, what do you got? Um, I'm very upset. So I, I don't like that we're, even if we win this series, which now, like, now it seems like saying that is, like, now I feel like a fool. I mean, they could still win the series, but in saying that in the moment, I feel like a fool. But even if yeah, they win the series, this is far too much effort against a team that sucks. And I was thinking, I was going to come on here tonight and talk about how, you know, losing those games uh, makes the team stronger and, and holds them more accountable. But the way they just blew a game like this, as if it was – you know, like the Toronto series. That's why I don't want to say this is 2014 NFC championship. Cause we always go back to that, that Toronto might've actually been that one, but then they did get a super bowl after that or a NBA championship. It just, it's so unexplainable. It's so unexplainable that this is occurring. This has got to fall on bud, right? Oh yeah. Without question. 99% or 90%, something like that. I just, I, I just watch this game and I'm just like, are you kidding me? This team was the worst offensive team ever, and Butler goes off for a, a million. Ugh. Well, Doug, I'm going to let you go, but good to hear from you uh, live and good to talk to you in person again. Go, and uh, I'll listen in tomorrow. All right, Doug, see ya. Bye. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to do that as uh, Badger Bloody Reviews is in between blunts here. Get Hot Take Jake in, who seemed very disgusted and has a Chris Middleton background with a clip art graphic that says $40 million man. Uh, Jake, you have the floor. Okay. Um, first things first, uh, it's over. They're not winning the series. Uh, and that doesn't take a genius to see that. Um, this team was not a title contender all season. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, 
you guys are frauds. Without Giannis, you're nothing. Um, hopefully, Middleton opts into that last year of the deal so we can <clears throat> use him as an expiring contract because God knows, as a player, he's not going to have any value for you. And uh, Tony was right on the money. This was a big-time hit to Giannis's legacy. Nobody Why wants do we want – what? what if you care about Giannis's legacy, now there's some people that maybe don't. They just care about the Bucks, and that's cool. Um, I actually appreciate that. Um, these guys failing Giannis affects his legacy, whether you want to believe it or not. Now, people who sit here like us that watch him every night, that live in Milwaukee, that are Bucks fans, they're going to know that's bullshit. How could but we? In the eyes of the of the layman's, it affects him. He played 11 minutes, missed two games. Had a triple-double. Nothing about tonight's game hurts Giannis's legacy. This series will hurt his legacy. That he didn't play in. The, the, you know, and the other thing, I, I like the, the parallels to the 2014 Seahawks because, you know, this is right. We're on the cusp of, like, this is now – it's going to start to snowball where we're now – I think this is the fifth year of a window that Giannis and the Bucks were a title-contending team, allegedly, and they have one title – and four pretty bad choke jobs. Okay, so, Jake, I'm just I, – I like everything you're saying, but this is not anywhere close to 2014. I'm sorry. A, one game away from the championship against a team that they would have absolutely steamrolled, it's like I know that feeling is the same, but the situations aren't comparable. Sure. Well, I mean, you, it's hard to compare football to basketball because it's single-game elimination. All, all the only way things. I would compare the two, and like I said earlier, but the only way I would compare the two is – uh, in my living room, I was making the same amount of noise, uh, like the same amount. Like I haven't, I haven't damaged my living room like that in nine years. I, I just, I, I was silent. I shook my head. I, I, I smirked a little bit because I was told all year the regular season doesn't matter. And what happened? A trend that the Bucks continuously would do. Is they had like, the best record they, in the regular. They, whatever, but they whatever. couldn't hold on to big leads. We saw a handful of games where in the fourth quarter they were up fifteen-ish, twenty-ish, and they blew it. And I was told, "Well, that doesn't matter. It's a regular season. That's it's not not comparable. It's not going to matter in the playoffs." Lo and behold, they fucking do it again. It's frustrating, man. And you know what the worst part is? They ruined Aaron Rodgers' trade day because I was so fucking happy tonight. And, and I, as far as like the pie chart of who's to blame, look, go ahead and fire Budenholzer. That's fine. Maybe see if you can get Nick Nurse, whoever you think is better. Um, maybe that, that wakes everybody I up. I still here. think they're winning the um, series. But the, the problem is Mike I, Budenholzer wasn't I, I out like there breaking every fucking shot. Hey, people are retweeting my tweet when I said uh, I was going to eat a parade chair if they lost this series. I still think they're going to come back. God bless you, bud. Or I called you bud. Bud's on my brain. God bless you, Bart. I don't think you truly believe that. I think you want to believe it, but I don't think you do believe it. Um, no, it's over. And honestly, Bucks and seven. I've been saying it all along. Yeah, Peter man. Gonna give us sure. a challenge. Um, Jimmy this, Butler's gonna I have a career the, night. Bucks and seven. The, the window uh, of this core. It. What's that? I'm just saying. I've been saying it all along. Bucks and seven. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the um, this core, like the the championship window of the the Giannis Chris. It's over. It's it's closed. Um, hopefully, they are able to find somebody that wants to offload some money. They can deal. I mean, you honestly, you have to do a soft rebuild here because this team they're not they're not doing it next year. Everybody's going to be a year older. Everybody's going to be beat up again. You can't. It, you have to have the balls to say, Giannis, 
we got to kind of start this thing over. He's not going to like it, but if you really want to win more titles, no, you don't scrap it. You just go get Dame. Well, with what? With uh, Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez. Yeah, because Portland's going to be knocking down the door to pick up two 37-year-old or, you know, a 37-year-old and a 34-year-old, you know. And uh, I don't, and I don't know what Bochamp. they do, but it's over. I'm Marjan saying that Bochamp. much. It's over. Hey, throw throw Portland a little of that Haslam money. Maybe it'll change their mind. Yeah. God knows he's got enough of it. I think All right, I'm going to bring more people. Uh, you guys, any more points you got to make? Because I'm going to bring more people in here. Nope. Looking forward to the pod, Bart. Cheers as always, buddy. Cheers to you, Jake. Appreciate your graphic work on the well, fly tonight. I did want to just say, and I want to leave on a positive note. It's not Gutekunst, it's Gatakunst. He got what exactly what he should have. And Jets fans can There's all eat people a bag of trying dicks. to argue that the Packers didn't get it. Like, how do you can't get a better deal? No, I mean they should have if they would have dealt him last year, they would have got the Russell well, yeah, Wilson deal that, and then some, but they, when I when I saw and the Roger stuff coming later, but when I saw that it was there was some contingency to it, I thought, oh, okay, so a second round if he plays sixty five snaps. That's for this year. The sixty five percent of the snaps that Dumb Don't thing to question the God of Kunst. Hey, he did. He did a masterful job with that deal, and I was the most happy to see zero players. It's all draft capital. That is what we wanted. People trying to compare it to the Russell Wilson situation where there were players involved. That's not going to do us a whole lot of good. These draft picks are going to pay dividends. If love sucks, whatever. <laughs> Trade up and get Caleb Williams next year, and let's run the. I fucking love this guy. Play. I love you. Love you too, Bart. I'm logging off. All right, see ya. I'm going to get Patrick in on the east side. Patrick, you there? Oh, yeah. Patrick, Can you see me? If you are a giant black square, then yes. Why is my camera not working? I don't know. Are you, were you in incognito mode earlier? Yeah, he we lost scared. Patrick. All right, well, Jake, uh, I'm going to say bye to you. All right, it's over. See you, buddy. Oh, how'd the Brewers do anyway? Did they play? Are they losing? Wait, am I still on? Yeah, you have a Brewers shirt on. Did the Brewers lose? Oh, I don't know. I was working during that game. Um, hold on. I, I got I got it up here right now. This is live. I've got this. They lost to the Detroit Tigers 42. Oh, darn. Bummer. Oh, All right. Well. I'm going to try Patrick again. See you, Jake. Is my cam on? No. What's going on? I don't know, but we don't need it necessarily. So you're here, and I'm also going to bring in my guy, Tack, as well. So, Patrick, I, I hear you, <laughs> and now he disappeared. What's up, Bart? How you doing, Chuck? I'm doing good. Well, I mean, Is that a ham's tall boy? It is, and it's also like a different can. I thought maybe Tim would be on, and he'd be excited about it. Um yeah, yeah. Um I'm just gonna jump right in here. Before Giannis's announcement, I was like, I'm not worried until game five. If he doesn't play game five, I'm worried. But after tonight's performance, ooh, I'm a little worried. well, you should um, be worried. They're down three one. Yeah, but you know they're gonna be favored every single game here on out, whether yeah. or not they should be. Um I don't know. I I still think I I I assume I'm on in your camp. I didn't. I haven't watched the last thirty minutes, but I assume that you still think they're going to win. 
Yeah, I still think they're going to win this series. Me too. I do too. Um, some of my friends I, are panicking, and we're Patrick. Making- hold on, Patrick. You got me. You think they're going to win this series? No, I mean I would like to think that they would, but I just feel like we should have won Game Three. Well, tonight was going to be the night that this was. It was going to be over. They were going to sweep them, and it was going to be over tonight. No, I know, especially after Giannis coming back. And they, that 17-0 run or whatever the fuck that was, like, we were up, like, I don't know. And there was no timeouts or anything during that time, and it was so frustrating. And, yeah, I mean, they just – the way they collapsed at the end, and, yeah, I get an all-time playoff performance from Jimmy Butler. Like, that's all cool and great, but, like, why is this, like – happening and yeah i don't know i mean look i'm still keep the faith i'm an optimist i'm also like all wisconsin sports obviously i'm you know and i'm i'm and I, you know I, i'm really hoping that they can bounce back somehow but you know i, I just feel like i don't know i don't know but I, I i love your optimism that's just keeping me going you know what i'm saying so well get- that's what people love to shit on it they love to like they love to hide their bucks anger by yelling at me for thinking that a team that's the best team in the league could possibly even win. The Bucks at one point with 557 to go in the fourth quarter had a 97% win probability, which of course went down to zero by the end of the game. Dan Shaney, who brings us these streams of Dan Shaney insurance says he's always been a Middleton fan, but the heat were trying to get Middleton to guard Butler and Middleton couldn't stay in front of Butler test user reminds us that Pat Connaughton was one for seven from three. Uh, Giannis was 26, 10, and 13 on I the mean, night. Jay Crowder had a triple zero uh, where he don't had you no bring stats. in a guy like Crowder for his Look. defensive prowess? Why would you not put him on Jimmy Butler every time Giannis was sitting? Like, I don't Look get it. We brought Butler Look in. They didn't Chris even Middleton. play him at all today. Look at Chris Middleton and then look at Jimmy Butler. Who's going to win that battle? Like, yeah. Chris is not a He's not a defender. Honestly, I have never been a huge Chris fan um, until, like, the year of the title. He played really well, but and I kind of came around. But, yeah, I don't know. I I don't – I never thought he was worth the 35 or $40 million a year, whatever we paid him. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little worried. I think it's, like – I think we – I guarantee we will win game five, right? Uh, right? Yeah, we'll win game five. Hopefully. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll- I, there's more people in here than normal, and I'm I'm expecting that, but I'm also wondering where like everybody knew is coming from. And I just saw one guy quote tweeted this. It's Cody Westerland who covers the Bulls for the Score in Chicago. Uh, he quote tweets the show and says, "This Bucks post game show is incredible." You have to do a soft rebuild, hot take Jake says after the Bucks meltdown. I'm cackling at all the analysis. They're 21 months removed from a title and led the NBA in wins this season. I want to right. say, I want to say, I'm a big hot take Jake fan, but Bart, you said spur of the moment graphic. He's had that graphic planned since March. I will say that. He's yeah, had maybe. that plan for a while, and I love hot take Jake, but I think he might have had that thing saved, ready to go. So if they lose on Wednesday, uh, does Nick Nurse get hired before the weekend or after the weekend? Bud is gone. He is so gone. Yeah, if they lose, Bud's definitely gone. And I don't know. I think Chris probably gone too. I would like to see them keep Brooke. 
But I know we're not doing this. We're not doing this. It's still a series. We win at home game five. And then, um, you know, Giannis is imagining in game six. And then game seven is home. So I were the one seed, even though we're down 3-1 to an eight seed. But this is why we got the one seed to have this home court advantage. So I'm holding on to the faith slightly. But tonight was God. So I had uh, in the bubble when we lost to the Heat, I had a uh, coach Bud, like, give away bobblehead that I smashed, but then I felt bad about it. So I kept all the pieces and the head was still intact. And then like tonight after they lost, I pulled the head out and like smashed it with a hammer and stuff. And um, yeah, I don't know. I know what you're saying part about breaking stuff tonight and, and feeling like 2014, but. Well, yeah, at least the Paw Patrol, like they're a tough group of individuals. Um and Chase is on the case, and Sky's ready to fly. So I don't think any of those toys are going to be broken. Um, Got to keep it all perspective. Dave Prisby on YouTube says, once Middleton got his fifth foul, Jimmy went after him. Middleton and Drew weren't switching anymore. Everything changed after that. Patrick, I thought of you the other night because um, Saturday I went to the Broad House by myself, and I just did a quick look around. Dude, no way. I was at Goolsby's. But it, it wouldn't have been a good game to watch together because that game fucking sucked too. Well, I was I went I did my show and then I went after just to nice. play some slots for a little bit and go home. Nice, yeah. I, yeah, I went there by myself. The, the, I go there by myself and the bartenders are like, they're like, something's up with this guy. Well, no, I just wanted to go and drink by myself and play some slots. Spot. And I don't want to go to the casino. I got slots right around the corner. It's a bet. I like I like that broad house more than the Third Street broad house, but I like the Third Street one too. But I the the show. Did you ever go there when it was Oak Crest Tavern? No. Yeah, the bar that it used to be was called Oak Crest Tavern, and it was like a bar that didn't know what it wanted to be. It was it was kind of like a sports bar, but it was also like a place where eighty year olds went to eat fish at three o'clock on Fridays. So it was really <laughs> weird. Those could be the good spots, though. Yeah, but this one wasn't. All right. Uh, love the jacket. Anything else from you? No, nothing else. Um, I'm hoping to come on on Wednesday night. Are you going live Wednesday night? I know it's a late tip. If they win, I'll be Oh, honest. yeah. Live win. Wednesday. If they're playing Friday, live Friday. Uh, now they got to play Sunday, and I that's going to piss me off because I'm supposed to go, like, watch my kid run a race. Yeah, well, it might be worth it. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, so I'll talk to you, Bart. But, um, yeah, let's keep the faith. You know, I mean, this sucks being down 3-1. So I, I didn't know what to do. My fiance never watched the game. I was like, okay, I don't know, like, where to go from here in terms of, like, TV because we turned it off with, like, 10 seconds remaining watching, like, Reggie Miller and Greg Harlan, like, suck Jimmy Butler's dick. I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, where do we go on TV? I was like, we're going to the post-game show. So go Bucks. We got this. Bounce back time. Talk to you. Patrick, thanks for being a part of the show, buddy. Peace. Good contributions Goodbye. last couple of nights. Keep them coming. Uh, I got uh, Eric of Miller Park Minute repping that new WWE belt that they debuted tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm confused happy, about okay, it. Well, I got to tell you about this first. I'm happy they got a new belt, but then why didn't Cody win? I mean, it's so stupid. Right. Well, and I'm confused because – in the clip that I watched, because I didn't watch, I was watching the Brewers as I always do. But I, I'm confused. They're doing. Are they doing a tournament? 
Oh, I didn't see that part yet. I don't know. I don't know how they're crowning it. Okay, so you got to rewatch it and let me know. But what they're basically saying. taking that belt off of Roman and having it on Raw. Roman's going to stay on SmackDown. Right. So then Cody's going to win this Raw belt, and but it's not going to be the same. I don't understand. They ruined their own moment. Uh, so the Brewers, you watched that game, they lost, huh? Anything we need to know? No. No, it was just it was painful. Like, you shouldn't lose to Detroit, but we lost to Detroit, so. Okay. Uh, I, have to, I have to bring something up, and this is this is something I wanted to bring to you because I know you have your, your own deal of Wisconsin sports rage. Uh, so I listen to your good friend Chuck all the time, and he talks about breaking bobbleheads. And he has like he talks about rage with like you know Matt Bush and that kind of thing with the with the Brewers, right? And I'm like, is this like a, a universal thing? Like, am I just too like calm and centered that I don't break things after my, my team loses? I mean, well, I don't like break things on purpose, but I did want to be violent. Uh, when Jimmy hit that three, that was later a two. I looked around my living room and kicked the. Kick the Paw Patrol cars. <laughs> that's excellent. That's that's truly awesome. I didn't know because uh, Chuck mentioned he broke a Giannis bobblehead, and I was like, "Well, shit, you're out some money, then." Uh, got a message here. People are people are talking about this hot take Jake thing. Uh, message here: Twenty one months is a long time ago when life comes at you fast. Soft rebuild isn't an actual option. They might need to completely blow it up and retool ASAP around Giannis. If they win the title, this team will be the team you see next year. If they lose, this will be a completely different team. I think that I think that that's I think that yes. Um, Charlie's back. We got three Fondy guys now. Oh yeah, Eric. I don't know if we knew each other, but as soon as you. As soon as I heard your name, I was like, I'm pretty sure I recognize that name from Final Act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, heard some, I heard some thumping around upstairs, so I had to dip, and it was just my oldest child. I walked upstairs, and he was crying. He's like, I got to use the bathroom. And I said, well, use the bathroom and go to bed. You're four. You know what you're doing. But we're we're okay now. Everything, everything is golden. My house actually might be being broken into live on the uh, Bart Winkler show. Nice. Uh, but the alarm did just go off, so I assumed that the wife maybe opened a door that was alarmed and knew that there's a burglar inside my house killing my wife. Are you going to just, are you going to let her deal with it or what? Well, it, it got turned off, so. Don't tell me you're about to get stabbed on a Bart Winkler show stream with Bart. the WWE <laughs> championship is your background bart you would blow up if eric got stabbed <laughs> like you would your followers would explode. don't you think i'd be a sus i'd have to be a suspect you're you have an alibi you're sitting in your but i would like home. i would have to have hired someone piano. to if someone died on my stream like clearly i hired them for the ratings <laughs> right i mean uh, yeah. i got another eric you good you want to come on thumbs up you got another eric joining the party What's up, Eric? Oh, you got to unmute yourself, or I can do that for you, oh, I think. No, hey, buddy. Sorry about What's that. What's up? I'm a noob. So, professional reset, Eric of Miller Park Minute, Tack, and Eric, first time. Hey, buddy. What's up, other Eric? 
How are you? Um, yeah, but, uh, I'm good. But I'm walking around my house and just I'm so angry. Bud's got to go. I know it's it's just so frustrating watching Chris. I, he must have butterfingers every single time the playoffs start because every single time he's got the ball, it just goes right to the other team. And I just I don't understand it. And then Drew just jacking up threes nonstop. I I don't I don't get it. I know they're great players, but anytime the playoffs come around, it just seems like they forget how to play basketball together. I don't. I don't well, one thing I, don't I thought. One thing I thought during the game is they had a lot of passes, and they were trying to find Brooke down low, and you know sometimes Giannis, but they had a lot of passes that I thought should have been turnovers. That they were they just they like they had the perfect pass, like it was just perfect, and I think that caught up with them a little bit on that turnover barrage. Because there was some sloppy ass shit happening at the end of that game. Yeah, it was just super sloppy play, and I, I that seventeen to nothing run, and there was no timeouts. Just absolutely floored me. I said, "What? What are we doing?" Like they, uh, everyone wants Nick Nurse, and I get it, but at at the same time, the, the guys have done it before. But it's a totally different series and a totally different year, and I just don't think it's it's. I mean, so they won four in a row against the Phoenix Suns. Can they win three know, in a row? I know, but I, I know, I know, I know. No, but but I, but like I'm gonna still say Bucks and seven. Agree. Uh, no. And I'm so glad a, that you're. I'm so glad you're gonna do Bucks and seven. I want to be there but, right with you. So but. the difference is when the Bucks. I'm telling you this. When the Bucks were down two out of the Sun, <sighs> I like I've said this a hundred times. I knew that. Like I I knew they were gonna win the finals. I don't know that they win on – I think they win on Wednesday. But I really they'll thought they won on, today. Win I really thought they won today. They'll win on Wednesday. But even still, now you got to go back to Miami, and that crowd's going to be bonkers. You know, these well, fans – you see these fans. They're, like, crying. They can't believe they're in this position. They they shouldn't even be here. Playing tournament helped them. And now the NBA is going to turn into baseball, where if you're in this stupid playing tournament or if you're a stupid wild card team, somehow you find this dumb momentum – it's yeah, so much different. Off. It's so I know much it is, different. but this shouldn't. Even, there, there is, there is no universe that we should be down three one to the Heat. No, agreed, no. agreed. Um, I think part of it is probably like Jimmy Bucket's education here. Uh, he learned a lot at Marquette University. Oh, you got the Marquette sweater on too. Oh, you can't do that on the stream. I'm sorry. It, it was like the nearest thing to me that was warm, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, clearly I'm I'm rooting for the Bucks, but you know Jimmy Jimmy's performance is you know come to Marquette, you know you you can have some success in the league. I don't hate it. Yeah, that who, Milwaukee Sports Minute said hello darkness, my old friend. That that gif is like the perfect. That's the perfect summary of tonight. It's just like you're staring at just the TV and you're just like I can't believe this. MC but- Lee asked why. Can't the Bucks win this series? The Heat only have Butler. Bam is a ghost. Hero is out, and that's it. Yes. And then I think they'll still be favored. I got to see what the line comes out as. They'll the still be gonna, favored. The Bucks are going to be favored each of the rest you of think, the games. Like, I wonder what the Bucks series price is. I was wondering the same thing because one of my buddies was like, I'll bet any of you that the Bucks lose the series. And I said, well, give All right, me I've got it here. I've got it here. I've got it here. Only 13 teams have ever overcome a 3-1 deficit in NBA history. I bet it's like 160 or something. Plus 120. 
Yeah, exactly. The Bucks are going to win. Which is insanely series. low. Yeah. So the Heat are minus 142. Yeah. And you have to give some credit to Jimmy, too. I mean, he had a – any it, any type of shot he shot up, you already knew it was going to go in. Anytime they put him on, like, a screen, no one could get in front of him. And even if they did, it was going to go in. So was, he was unconscious. I'd love to say we're going to make adjustments, but I don't – We won't because that's, that's, that's the Bud way. We won't. Yeah, I don't we won't make adjustments. think we will. Um, you know, tonight was a – a good showing from Giannis. He had a triple double, but like, I feel like he's gonna really pour it on. In well, they were up fifteen five. five right away, and it's like you couldn't have asked for a better start. I I thought it was over. Yeah, I would have said yeah. Jager. Uh, uh, all right, I'm gonna help off Bart. All right, Eric. Good to talk to you. Come back. Good to talk to you. Yep. Good night, guys. Garrett yeah. says these legacy takes are garbage. Yeah, that was a really low part of this podcast. I have, I have a question. What? So everyone has this, this beef with Middleton, and Middleton's not going to stay, right? What What is out there that you could replace Middleton with? Anybody? Fair no, enough. I mean, this, who would you replace him with? I'm curious. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's on the free agent You know what would be great? If the Bucks picked up Kevin Love instead of Goran Dragic, series would be over. When, when Is Middleton's contract, like, up? Or what's the situation? What is our what is the team's contract situation? I don't know. I I don't follow it as close as I do. Like he's got one. Now. It's a player option next year. Yeah, it's got a year, and it's like I mean, forty million. I mean, he's gonna take the player option. Yeah. Right. Unless he's... they get bounced in the uh, first round. Brent. Speaking of Fondy guys, who you may know, Brent W. Brent Brent Dobbs is here. He says they better not bring out that fucking blue court for Game Five. They do have a new court. And I will say it's also ugly. I don't like it. But they said they had the old court because they were fixing it, and now they have a new court. They totally sold it. They totally oversold the amount of pieces that they were trying to sell for the finals, and they pretended like it was broke. Whatever. It's just the same same fucking formula as, like, cheap-ass owners. Like, Mark is... Yo, Eric, yeah, you can weigh in on this. Mark is just the cheapest owner in the league, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean But comes- but I know that with him here he won't sell the he won't move the team. No, it comes down to when when you and make thank a move you, like test that. user. He gave me his uh nightly two dollars. I appreciate that. You have a user called test user? Yeah, I don't know what the deal is, but <laughs> That's that's your side account on YouTube, isn't it? That you said yourself two dollars uh, to get the 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 uh, little Kelly says I'm a Heat fan here with my popcorn, and you know if you're a Heat fan and you're watching tonight, like absolutely watch a bunch of Midwestern losers go out of their mind and and be all sad and then lose to the Celtics in five. What a fucking great trip for you! Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not sad either way. Hey, Eric, what's, 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 oh, good take? one. Fuck it. Real quick, what's your take on Mark, Eric? Huh? What do you think about Mark, Eric? Um, I think he should spend some money on the bullpen at this juncture because I think little backup support wouldn't wouldn't hurt. Especially BF after Joe Ingles is 45. Guys, I don't want to talk about the Brewers. 
Sounds good. I've been watching the game since they played St. Louis. <laughs> Do you want to continue to talk about the Bucks? Like what? If you're saying Bucks and seven, place a bet at Pato. Oh, I will, because Pato, which Check I love Twitter that they have tomorrow. a sports book. I'm gonna. I'm mad at Pato, because I had I had tickets to cash for a hundred dollars that I was gonna cash two different tickets, but they don't have anyone working the table until eleven. So then I just put some money on the Bucks tonight to cover by six. Obviously lost. So now I'm going to take my $65 ticket and I'm going to put it all on the Bucks to win the series. Um, are you talking at 11 a.m.? Yeah, I was there at 9.30. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I used to work at Marquette and I would like occasionally drive past Pato and see people pulling in at like 8.30 and I'm like, Jeez, I drive my kid off at daycare. I have nowhere to go. Look, you everything I did today, Rodgers got traded to the YouTube. Bucks lose, do a YouTube. I know you got know. time on your hands, is what you're saying. Guys, I'd like to introduce you, reintroduce you to a stranger, Tim Shea. Good oh, morning. Tim. Tim, I literally busted up his can for you. Are okay. you on your new schedule yet? So I haven't checked. I literally just woke up and saw your text message. Did the Bucks win or did they lose? What? Oh. You haven't you don't know? Are you kidding me? You're about to learn right now because of your new schedule, right? <laughs> All right, let me tell him. Tim, I have 200 people on this stream an hour in. What do you think happened? <laughs> they won. They did not. They were up 15 points with about eight minutes to go, had a win probability of 97%, and then lost the game. Jimmy Butler had 56 points, including 20-some in the first quarter. Shut up. Not lying. Go, Marquette. 119 to 114. He take a 3-1 lead. Game five in Milwaukee on Wednesday. And now normally, uh, based on our friendship, is when I would tell you, nah, just kidding, they won. But it's Come not on. a joke. It's not a joke. The Brewers also lost to the Tigers. Double check, Tim. <laughs> you see that Tigers game the other the night Tigers. that had like 30 people at it? Oh, boy. <laughs> it was terrible. Hey, Bart, you weren't kidding. Nope. So your how's your new schedule going? When did you sleep today? I'm, I'm up. This is morning. Good morning. When did you go to bed? Uh, um, I've been in and out because it started. So it just started. So. So now you work. It's ten o'clock, and now you work at two a.m. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Do you regret? No. Tim, no. Tim, you didn't. You didn't like set your alarm to wake up for the end of the Bucks game? Like it was an hour ago or so. Like what's an hour of sleep at this point? I do know Aaron Rodgers is leaving. I do know that. All right. And he got traded. Brewers also lost. Yeah, I signed. Yeah. Did we talk about the Aaron Rodgers compensation at all, Bart? I know I know you don't want to talk. I did a YouTube on that earlier. Okay. Which will be so my Tuesday podcast is Bucks and then Rodgers. It was going to be Rodgers-Bucks, 
the only way it'd be different is if the Bucks lost. So, yes, I did talk about it. I absolutely love the trade. Dude, Jets fans are like, oh, we won the trade. Like, are you fucking kidding me? You're getting in a 40-year-old lunatic, and we have a first-round pick pending an injury. How about this comment? If the Bucks pull a rabbit out of their asses, it won't matter. They're not winning a title. I got to be quite frank with you. I don't even give a shit anymore. I just don't want them to lose this series. Wow. Agreed. You don't give a shit anymore. It Go took, ahead and get swept. It took four games for you to say you don't give a shit anymore. I'd like to bring in another member of the Bart Winkler family. Who? Professional reset. I have uh, Eric of Miller Park Minute. I got Tack. <laughs> I got Tim Shea. Let's go five wide. Oh, oh yeah. With Toby Altizer. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is the team to cheer for right here. They don't disappoint. They don't make the playoffs. They suck constantly. You don't have to go through the heartbreak. Toby, your thoughts as an impartial. Same observer. with this one. <laughs> I got to be honest. I was like half paying attention while playing PS5. But typical. How does Jimmy Butler go for fifty six when Drew Holiday's on him? Well, he wasn't on him the whole time, and uh, then Chris Middleton was. But how then... can you pride yourself as a defensive basketball team? You know, we're arguing that Drew Holiday should win Defensive Player of the Year. We're arguing that Giannis should win Defensive Player of the Year, and it's not Steph Curry that drops fifty six. It's not Luka Doncic. It's not Kobe Bryant. It's not Michael Jordan. It's Jimmy freaking Butler that drops 56 on you. Come on. Yeah, and you have Giannis in the lane. Like, are you kidding me? How did how did Jimmy score 56? And, I mean, you knew he was good. He had it going early at 22 in the first quarter. Figure out a way to stop him. I, The rest of the team obviously was hitting, too, and that's part of the reason they came back. Guys like Duncan Robinson decide they can hit shots after not playing for the entire year. But – it's ridiculous that it's gotten to this point with the Bucks. I mean, we, we joke all the time that teams against the Bucks have their career shooting nights, but it's like Coach Bud hasn't figured that out yet. You get into a playoff series with a team that has shooters and they can't figure it out. Not that difficult. Toby, two main things I want to tell you. I don't know if you just saw Tim come on. I did. He just woke up. I had to tell him the news. Yeah, that really sucks, Tim. <laughs> and then also, about what 30 sucks? minutes ago... 30 minutes ago, the, the debate was about what does this do for Giannis's legacy? I mean, you talk <laughs> hey, I, about, you talk I, about like, listening. That's like, that's like driving to the airport and then looking at your family and being like, this has been the best vacation of our life. Like it's way too fucking soon. I've also figured this out. I think Wisconsin people just enjoy the Wisconsin heartbreak. They enjoy getting Yeah, their people are yelling at me for thinking that the Bucks are good. They enjoy getting their heart broken so they can bring up Wisconsin heartbreak again. All right, professional reset. Eric of Miller Park Minute. Tack, Toby, Tim. And this guy's been positive in the comments. Let's go six box. Bucky oh, Boyd is here. Bucky. Here we go. What's going on, gentlemen? Bucky, um, you've been positive in these comments. You've been yelling at people I see on the YouTube. I have been. So first of all, pretty sickening ending to the game. We've already discussed that. However, uh, the one thing I'd like to note is that 
this series is going seven games. You know, there was somebody in the comments who mentioned that all they have is a white hot Jimmy Butler, who I think is not going to kind of maintain this scoring, you know, mirage that he's had for the last, what, four games. And then who else? You alluded to Jimmy Neutron, Duncan Robinson, Bart, a few times. I mean, who else is really the offensive threat? Second of all, um, I think that the Bucks were finally getting back into their offensive and defensive rotations with Giannis actually in the lineup for an entire game, seeing as that we had three games straight without him, essentially. Um, and this was essentially just a get-right game. So who's to say we can't rattle off three straight? Um, and also, the legacy takes, come on. The series yeah, is that's not a real low yet. point. Of the um, 180 episodes of this podcast, they've cranked ridiculous. out. Ridiculous. Uh, Maybe one of the lower points. <laughs> exactly. And so, that was that was even worse than the time that everybody was mad at Q for calling him racist or whatever the fuck happened that night. Uh, yeah, that was a pretty low point in, in the history of this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, the series isn't over yet. The woe is me stuff needs to stop. That's as a native Wisconsinite, it's it it's it's time to stop this nonsense. And I think it's time to shape up and ship out and let's win this in seven. Um, let's see. I've got Chad saying, Bart, you're full of shit, biggest homer. Now, this is an interesting, this is an interesting point I want to bring up here. So I'm being called for I am I'm assuming he's a Bucks fan, and he's calling me a homer. I've never thought of I've always thought of myself as a homer in terms of I like the teams by my home. But I also have been very objective, I think, in my analysis. And so like me saying me saying I think the Bucks can come back in seven, it's the same as thinking like, you know, if the Lakers go down three one to the Grizz, which they won't, but in that situation, or even if the Warriors would have lost, I would still think like those teams could come back. You know, other teams have come back. And if you're if you're gonna call me a home, they're plus one twenty to win the series. I might be wrong. I might they might lose. There's good chances that they lose because you gotta win three in a row. Just call me a homer. Super lazy and super dumb. People act like three one deficits have never come back before, too. Like it happened twice in one playoffs before. The Warriors just 13 to get to the times finals. is how much it's happened. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. And if it were ever a team that could do it, it'd be a team where Giannis finally gets his his feet back under him. He gets back accustomed to playing in playoff basketball, and the team starts playing better. And then Miami doesn't have a 56-point performance from Jimmy Butler. Like, if there's a formula for it, it's there. I'm a little skeptical myself because I don't know why the Bucks seem like they're not going to match the intensity of Miami, but, I mean, it could happen. I got Jay going bucks and seven. I got Marcus going bucks and seven. I got Scott going bucks and seven. I got Ron going, let's all do some drugs. Yes. Yeah, I agree with Ron. Also, Tim, what is going on with your head? I'm sorry. I oh, can't... it's my rally towel. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. Oh, we got an update from Eric who's in the stream. Yeah, we, we like, you thought you were getting robbed and we just blew past it. Everything's good? We're good. We're good. My, Everything's uh... My buddy texted me and said, the Bucks just need to lose on Wednesday, fire Bud, Bud on Thursday, and then hire Nick Nurse by Monday. That's another thing we said while you were sleeping, but oh, that's a good thing sorry. to say. Uh, Marcus has given $5 for you to get a coffee on your way to work. Thank you. Starbucks. Texas Badger says, can't wait to roast this dude on the bottom left. That's Bucky Boyd. 
after the heat and six. And I think that, like, I just don't understand. And I don't want to harp on it. I don't want to go over it all the time. But I just don't understand how, like, at down, down 1-0, the same kind of things that we're talking about now, which it's time to talk about it. They're down 3-1 in a series. But people mm-hmm. were talking about it down 1-0. And now the people that were like, oh, you know, it's long series. Now we're the ones getting shit on. You're basically scolding us for not worrying as long as you, which right. is some of the most backwoods, borderline, almost said an naughty word. You can't, that's stupid. And Bart, you allude to it all the time. All these years you've been avidly watching the Warriors and their ups and downs and their journeys. Being down 3-1, um, like you said the other day, the Warriors came back from in the Western Conference Finals. The Cavs came back in the finals down 3-1. Like, it is possible because the better team usually prevails. Well, even tonight, like, the Bucs are going to be stunned. Like, how did we win? And the Heat are going to be like, well, like, the Heat know they they shouldn't have won that. Yeah. But they did. Uh, Chris says, if Rodgers goes on to win a Super Bowl in New York, this could go down as one of the shittiest days in Wisconsin sports history. Rodgers ain't winning no Super Bowl in New York. It's not happening. No. Unless, unless their defense outperforms to the largest extent, there's no way they will win a Super Bowl. I'm not even sure the 65% thing happens. Like, that pussy's going to get hurt week five instead of the rest of the season. <laughs> so the I hope, like this. The, the hope is that he will get hurt week 12. Yes. I don't know. Yes. I don't know. The, I don't know what bye week the Jets have. If they have it before week 12, then we have to add a week, but he gets hurt week 12 or week 13, and then we get pick nine. Um, what was the last comment I put up? I like this. We're down 3 1. It's 8 30 tip time on Wednesday, so at least the casuals will stay home. Yeah, we should get an all time elite crowd on Wednesday night, you would think. It's going to be people that want to be there. Absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else anyone wants to say? I'm going to wrap up our Bucks coverage of the night. I want to say one thing before I leave. If the Bucks lose, uh, raise the beam. Or wait, wait, light the beam. No, Warriors, dog. Light the beam. No, Bart. no. Kings. Love it. Light. Oh, Texas Badger now says $100 to Bart's favorite charity if the Bucks win the series. Okay. If the Bucks win the series, Texas Badger, I would like you to give $100 to uh, NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Um, it's a national organization, but if you want to use the Wisconsin chapter, that's fine. Uh, be warned that you will give money to them and then get a shitload of mail from them for the next seven years and think, is that where my money went? But that's where I want you to give it to, $100 to NAMI. Nice. I'm going to give it to the uh, Raising the Beam Fund. Test user says Tim is my favorite charity. Oh, and ta- oh, Tack left on that one? He left on that. Critiquing your team when they lose is normal fan behavior. Why do you critique the fan base more than the team? As soon as I started this podcast, people were telling me, okay, don't worry yet. Okay. People are critiquing me. For having so, faith. For having faith. That's Toby, it's good to see you. It's rare to see you. Not too rare, but rare enough. Uh, anything else you want to say? 
I just pray the Bucks find a way to win because otherwise I have no reason to care about the NBA playoffs. Unless the Kings keep rolling, then that'd be fun to watch. But I can't watch the Celtics flop around. I don't want to have to watch Kyle Lowry stick his chin into someone and flop every time someone goes up for a shot. I can't deal with that. How about this? If the Bucks lose this series, then all the things that you want me to say about the Bucks, I'll say. Bud needs to go. Middleton needs to go. I just don't like. I don't find that. I don't find that constructive. DM the link and you're not look it up. I don't find that constructive when you're in the middle of a series. If the Bucks lose, if the Bucks lose, that I don't feel that there's any way Bud can return. No, he's gone. I agree. I'd also like a PSA for people that have my phone number. If you have my phone number, <laughs> Tim. Oh, the Bucks are eleven point favorites on Wednesday. Of course they are. If you have my phone number, you are free to text me as much as you'd like. But don't text me shit that you can Google. <laughs> like, hey man, do you know when the Bucks play next? Google it. Hey man, what's the spread? Google it. Use Snapchat what, what AI. The, what was the Rogers comp again? Google it. Hey Bart, do you like the trade? Oh. Hey Bart, what does this game remind you of? Hmm. Hey Bart, when's the last time the uh, team has come back from down three one? Google it. Okay. Fucking bullshit. Motherfuckers. Peace Tim, out. sorry you had to wake up to this. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. All right, what I'm going to do here, instead of taping something separate, this is going to be my bridge into the next portion of the podcast. So there's an, a YouTube earlier today, and I really only want to do this for one thing. There was a YouTube earlier today that I'm going to play second. It was going to be Rodgers traded, Bucks win, but obviously the Bucks lost, so that's what's starting the podcast that you can get on Apple and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Uh, what I wanted to make sure I played in that as we transition to the Rodgers conversation, and I did shout out Dan Shaney, and thank you to him for the stream, and I shouted out uh, Happy Place Hemp, 25% off. I do, want to, I do want voicemails, if you can give them, for uh, Wednesday's show, 402-915-BART. We're taking voicemails thanks to Carl's Place, Carl of ET.com, backslash Bart, golf simulators. Toby, you know how good those are. The best. And uh, I also want to shout out, I have a promo code at Omaha Steaks, but nobody seems to use it, so uh, just go to my website. All right, I wanted to play this from Ryan Horvath. He posted this on his Facebook. Aaron Rodgers officially traded at the Jets. Knew it was going to happen. Hate to be dramatic here, but I do feel a little bit like the universe is taking away all the things on this planet that I love. Jets to win the Super Bowl, all the way down to twelve to one. Hey, shut the fuck up. Jets all the way down to twelve to one. Bet him at twenty-two to one. Terrible day. Now I just like, do we did we forget Rogers sucked last year? Yeah, but do you forget? He's washed. Yeah, he's do, you, washed. do you forget what Rogers looked like the last time he had extra motivation? 
Okay, real quick then, Toby, what did you think of that, that trade? Good on both sides, and if either side thinks they fleece the other, then they're also wrong. It was good on both sides because the Jets get a quarterback that can help them win right now, and I'm assuming that he's going to be a little bit better than this past season because he's got better weapons. And the Packers got a decent bit for a guy that probably was never going to play for the green and gold again. So it's good on both sides, but for the Packers fans that I've seen to act like they fleeced the Jets, I mean, you did give up Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's what the Jets fans could say. And I think that what I thought was so crazy when I was first, like I woke up to the news and I did a YouTube where my eye, my pupils were the tiniest they've ever been. I woke up and did a YouTube right away. I thought at first that the trade of the 65% was for next season. I'm surprised that it was for this season. And so I had a little bit of a hard time dealing with that, the Packers YouTube stream. Paul Emig, who would question our friendship forever if I didn't go live for him. Paul, look at my eyes. Yeah, you, you were napping for sure. I mean, this is insane. I look like Mr. Burns when he was an alien out of the woods. That's a deep. Is that a deep cut? I, I know the reference, but it's been a long time. Uh, no, it shouldn't be a deep cut. I mean, if you know anything about Simpsons, you've at least seen the GIF. All right, so I think that as I'm just looking at literally reading the details for the first time, the trade, oh, I had not seen it. Oh. I just, I just like jumped on. This will be fun. I want to hear your live reaction. Well, I just gave it. I missed it. Uh, it seems good. I mean, if they if they negotiated this long for the pick swap, I mean, that is kind of like dumb. I like the conditional aspect of it because we don't have to root for how the Jets do. Yes. And then also, we don't have to be on Rodgers' watch next year. Right. Because if he doesn't play, we get a second. And if he plays, we could get a first. But it's not so contingent that... Say that, say, wait, say that part again, because I feel like... Say what you just said again about the... Con, the a conditional the, 2024 second-round pick Yep, that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. Right. Oh, that's already for this year? That's that's correct. That's for this... The So... That's for this season. So in the 2023 season, all Rodgers has to do is play 65% of the snaps, which only that's going to, you know, only a major injury would stop him from doing that. As we this saw, it doesn't matter if he plays next year or not. Right. It does not matter if he plays. Well, like I just said, knock me over with a feather. Indeed. Seriously. That, that is a really important part of this is what the jets were hanging on to was this idea of like, well, Rogers said he was 90% retired. And so if, if he does retire after only one year, we want protections on that. Brian Gudekinst very, very much won the tug of war. 100% won. Because he said I, that that is an irrelevant part of this component. If Rodgers plays 65%, which, which equates to like if he plays 11 games. If Rodgers plays 11 of the 17 regular season games, give or take, they will, he will hit the threshold. And if Rodgers hits that 65% of the snaps in the 2023 season threshold, the Packers get the Jets 2024 first round pick. And even if a major injury does strike, it's still a second. So 
now that you're digesting what the protections are, which are, you know, I will, you know, lend my, I will tell you what I think without, that's a huge win. Gutekinds did extremely well. The Jets wanted this done before the draft. They wanted it off their shelf. And don't get me wrong, the Packers did too. But if any Jets fan wants to come to you and say, see, Jets had the leverage, they, that's a falsehood. It's just not true. This proves, this negotiation proves that the Packers had the leverage, in fact, and, and, and used it this year. Used it right now. Used it today. Um, yes, the Jets, of course, got the player. They got the future first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. But when you knew this guy was already gone, for Gudekins to get this much, the Packers did extremely well. And you're telling me that because I was just I recorded an episode with Sparky Kurt and Long. Okay. Able yeah. to do, but I recorded it three hours before the trade happened. Oh, that's probably a very irrelevant podcast now. Well, we did talk about uh, the draft a little bit. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'm awaiting a text for him to, to redo it. <laughs> he, he might also be napping and uh, re- waking up to this like you did. But what I, oh, I literally just woke up. I went, I went on YouTube. Uh, that part I got cut off for the podcast, but I went on YouTube. Like, I didn't even, I don't think I woke up until the third minute I was on the Dan Shaney insurance stream. So did, uh, was, did my text fun. message wake you or, or did you just happen to wake up? No, I, I woke up normal. I just woke up. I, I wanted to take like a two hour nap. And sometimes I sit down for a two-hour nap, take a four-hour nap. Sure. But I got up. I was up. Yeah. And then I looked immediately at my phone, and I saw – I think I did see a text from you with some of the details on Schefter, but it didn't wake me up. Okay. Then I robotically started walking downstairs like, oh, shit. I might as well go live. Then my brother called to FaceTime. And I'm like, I don't even, well, I'm the, I'm the, I don't know what's happening. Get the other Winkler on the uh, stream yard. So let me go through some of the comments real quick. Uh, Joe says, happy birthday to me. It's Joe's birthday this week. Joe in Iowa. Uh, Brian says, like the trade, just wish we didn't give up our first round pick. I mean, you you did, but you didn't give up your first round pick. You moved up two spots. Yeah, I don't think he he can't know that. He's got to he he can't. There's you you didn't. What you, you didn't give up your first round pick? Right, you did not. You 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 swapped. You moved up you, two spots. Yeah, you still have it. It's just two spots. It's actually better, Brian. You'll you'll get there. Maybe about, he, uh, I mean, I didn't know the trade until eight minutes into talking to you. So. <laughs> no, it, it, well, and when you have like protections like that, it is funky. It's, you know, it's not like it's just a straight up deal. Um, yeah, so I get it. But but just to be clear, they moved up to. So, yes, they gave up their first, but they got a first this year by moving up two spots. And by the way, this officially puts on the 72 hour countdown clock to Jackson, Jackson Smith and Jigba hype, because I yes, there will be some narrative based you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. mocking because when the Packers, after all these years with Favre and Rogers, finally draft a wide receiver in the first round, you know, build your jokes now, everybody. Uh, but I have a feeling that is what will happen at pick 13 on Thursday night. Mother's Day is almost here. 
and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Look, I just want the best player, but I also want that guy. So I want the, I think you want the best player, but that would be electrifying. And there, there's, it seems like a decent likelihood of being what happens. Continue with your comments. Superfan Mike Wicket says, Packers win the trade. All you need is love. And to, so that's going to bring me back to what I was talking about about with Sparky is, I was saying, I really don't care, like, what they trade. I just want it done. Obviously, you do care to an extent, but I want it done. And the other thing I said was, I hope they get past the draft. I hope they don't trade them pre-draft because I want to really put it to the Jets. Like, I want to really get the most out of them possible. You did. But I feel like this is that trade. You did. You got the most you could have possibly hoped to expect. You know, the deal includes a second. We're getting a second. We're getting a. We're swapping the ones. Yep. Move up two spots. We're getting a second rounder. The better of the two Jets second rounders, number forty-two. So they got the better of the options. Yep. And then a guaranteed second rounder next year. Yep. First, if he plays sixty-five percent of the snaps, which if he's anywhere close, the Jets will Dallas Mavericks their way into the sidelines. But I mean, that's not the intention. Yeah. That's a. That's a. For a team that flew out there a month ago, signed Alan Lazard and Tim Boyle yeah. as the hooks. Yeah. This is a this is a great trade for the Packers. Great trade. And the only anyone th- on the Jets who says they won the trade, like if they value Rodgers that much. Sure. Which I, I don't, but if they do, but in terms of the picks, I think the Jets fans thought they were gonna get a lot, give up a lot less than what than what they did for sure and the jets with aaron Rodgers versus with zach wilson are a much better team in 2023 the reality is that the packers had already moved on to jordan love (laughs) privately publicly aaron Rodgers had stated his intent to play for the jets so from that from that standpoint it was it seemed like a matter of you know when not if i think if there's anybody who can objectively look at this and say, man, did Brian Gutekind mess this up? That's just not. Well, Peter in Milwaukee in the comments says pathetic. We could have gotten way more. No, how embarrassing. I would rather have Rogers sit behind love than this garbage. Uh, Adrian says what? And then Peter says, look at what washed Russell Wilson got and tell me with a straight face Packer fans won this trade delusional. And to this, I will only say, that's something a casual would say. You don't you don't under you don't understand the words you just said. 
you went into a Spanish or Mexican restaurant and you thought you ordered uh, enchilada and you basically said, where is the library? You you're dumb. You just don't or, or maybe you're not dumb, but you're 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 willing to come out this strongly. You don't have the knowledge of the situation to play in this space if these are your takes, because how do you it's like it's like you heard five percent of the conversation over the last 100 years. Of course, they didn't get as much for Russell Wilson. They could have if they traded him last year. That's right. Wilson was not washed until after he got traded. Yep. You would rather have him sit than how? Why am I even entertaining this comment? I'm going to move on. Move on. I'm going to bring in uh, Q, who is at work. This oh, is amazing. God. This is amazing. Like, I don't know who this Peter guy is. Like, please just move on from this podcast if you think this wasn't a good trade because you haven't been following along with us for, like, this has been going on since last year. Like, Bart, let's I, I, I called it. How- Let's I called in to congratulate no, 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 you. Shut up. You are you. So your work change because you look the same, except you worked up your hair is what you did. That's your work oh, no, hair. This is no, no, no. I wear this when I go to Bucks games. Oh, are work. you wearing a hat normally when I talk to you? Maybe. I don't know. Your hair looks like you're at work. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. by the time you see me, I've like gone on a walk and worn a hat or something like that. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just saying, Bart, like, we we have been talking about this since the 1250 days, which it's almost been a year, and we were talking about it, like, two summers ago. So I, I just called to congratulate you that the it's over. It's over. Like, we don't have to talk about the trade anymore. It went through. We're getting probably a first because unless he goes crazy, which is, like, like I guess – 50 50 50. shot yeah yeah (laughs) and then if he gets hurt uh probably not 50 50 unless he like it looks the only way i could see him fake an injury is like if it it becomes apparent they're not going to make the playoffs and oh they're going three and six he's he's going to be hurt well yeah so you smart you saw what he did this past season how short is your short-term memory he's gonna how how long is your long-term memory until the Jets are mathematically eliminated, Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Oh, he played. He played so bad in those last five games. But he, he played. did not win those games. But he played in those games. And then, that, that and everyone wants to. No, everyone wants to tell me chip on his shoulder. Rodgers is going to come out balling, and Rodgers motivated. All right, so you're, then he wasn't motivated to beat the Lions at home on Sunday Night Football. Like that's the Rodgers in my head. He was motivated to beat the Lions, and then he found out you were up in the suites, and he said, "To hell with this." This is our uh, second emergency pot of the day. Actually, our third emergency pot of the day. Uh, I also did one when Tucker Carlson got let go. Mm. And then I did one uh, rightly fair with Don Lemon. Mm -hmm. And Giannis Giannis is playing tonight. So uh, it's just like one good news story after another. No Tucker. This is fair to say. This is a non political thing. This is a non. I'm mentioning someone in the realm of politics, but understand that my take on this is not political. Paul, you do not have to be blacked out for this. This is not that bad. I just had to check a text message, and I can't do that. And look, go ahead. The Tucker Carlson news. I reacted as shocked as anything I've ever reacted to since I saw Kobe Bryant pass away. 
I, mean, I was stunned. He, I, I, it's like conflicting reports because some say that he was pushed out and some say that he left. So uh, I'm well, sure anyway, he will, but, he will uh, land on uh, his feet and get. I just like, wanted to say like erased. how shocked that was and that. that yeah, it seems. To, All right, I didn't. It's Aaron Rodgers was trained. I I can't believe of everyone that's ever died. I still have a hard time believing Colby's gone. I really do. Yeah, it's really that's, hard to believe. It's I, yeah. I all right. Uh, sorry, I brought it up. Bodie, as of this current moment, the Jets won this trade. The Packers winning this trade requires love to pan out. Early on-field signs have been bad. I think you. I think that's an argument the Jets fans would make. Cause I think what, what we're arguing is I don't think that we're, maybe we're not arguing that Rogers is a part of the deal. Jets fans are looking at, we got four time MVP Aaron Rodgers, And we're looking at it like we got rid of him and we're finally free to move on to Jordan love. And, and I, I got to go, but I think the piece that's missing is the getting rid of the contract yeah, like only having to pay portion of it this year, and then basically being free, yeah. and like he's gonna he's gonna go crazy. And even if he does well, like like can you imagine being the coach of that team with Odell and Rodgers in the same locker room? Like like the chances of one of them going crazy or going crazy at each uh, other. This just in from yeah. last week, Odell oh, signed with the Ravens. Oh no! Come I on, forgot. You? I forgot. I just thought it was a foregone conclusion. Here, go play with Peter. You two both don't even care about sports. I I care about sports. I just I think I'm just overjoyed with all the news that came out today. And then we we get to watch Giannis just dunk all over the Heat and guard guard Jimmy. So he only scores like 15 points. It's gonna be a great day. So I'll talk to you guys later. All right, see you, Q. See ya. Bar to uh to Bodie's comment, um, we don't know if Jordan Love is going to be good, and if he's good in his first year as a starter, that would be unlikely. Like the chances of, I mean, look at go back and watch Aaron Rodgers two thousand and eight. You can just go back and look at the Packers record. I don't think the actual, you know, if Brian Gutekinds is. And by the way, as we're talking, I think Brian Gutekinds just started his press conference, didn't he? Oh, he, I don't know. He, so Brian Gutekinds was scheduled to talk for his pre-draft press conference, already scheduled, like right now. So if you see tweets about Brian Gutekinds, this was already scheduled to happen. Here, I got about- you. Directly from Ron. Um, and that was really important. It was all the lessons that they had, had learned from you know, Ron or other people passing down. And it's a, it's a process that we believe in, you know, the way we go about kind of taking scouts in from the beginning and training them. This is um, nothing to do with any of those guys go through that. And then I miss the beef, all the lessons that maybe I learned 20 some years ago being passed down to them, not directly from me. Um, but from these other guys, I think that um, it's it's something continuing a lot of that, uh, you know, the process. All right, I missed the beef. Yeah, I missed the so, beef for the matter. Okay, uh, I got a couple here from Ryan. Well, no, hold on, hold on. So I just would say, like, the the Jordan Love being good in, in this, his fourth season, his first year as a starter, the Packers were already committed to this. So – you know, like the, the 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 right thing to do from an asset perspective would have been trade Rogers last year. That would have been perfectly fine with me at the time if they had traded him to Denver for the Russell Wilson package. I was on board with it at that time. A lot of people weren't. Some people were. 
Um, but once that ship sails, this is absolutely like the most that any two negotiators like would have hoped that the Packers could have possibly come out with given the circumstances. And again, I would, I would repeat this. If Jordan Love isn't good and it's not looking likely that he's going to become good and the Packers go five and 12 and they have the Jets first round pick next year, let's say Rogers plays 65% of the snaps, the Packers might have the eighth pick and the 19th pick there's two world beater quarterbacks coming out of the draft next year if they can somehow get it so the, the point is there's not like well if Jordan Love is bad the Packers lose the trade they were already committed to this path and if he's not good which again you should go in with very you know minimal expectations for a first year starting quarterback even though it is his fourth season because Aaron Rodgers you know like there were signs of hope in the 2008 season that Rodgers was gonna be really good but he wasn't great right off the bat in 2008 um, so, you know, even if the Packers are bad or Jordan Love is bad, there's an immediate path out of that, that middle ground. Because yeah, this feels to me more like Bodie's coming up with the first counter take that he can. That and then he'll argue to the death because that's what he does. But I mean, like, like, if you're saying like which team in 2023 is going to be better, the Jets or the Packers, it's the Jets. The Jets. Oh, no. I got a hundred bucks on Horvath. It's the Packers. That the, that the Packers will have a better record than the Jets? Yeah. And you did a straight-up bet on that? I think we're over – I don't think Rodgers is as good. I think he's going to go there, have a couple good games, and then he's going to go flat on his ass. But don't – I mean, so forget the quarterback position. The Jets have a much better roster, yes? Uh, I, I, Sure. They, why? Why? Because they got Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. Sauce Gardner. Um, they Jair. were – they were a competent quarterback away from being extremely dangerous. Mm, I don't know about that. Uh, okay. Well, I think you're going to lose that. They did beat us last year uh, in Lambeau with Zach Wilson. So I'll pause this for now and do more research <laughs> before right. I just have my counterbalance take. I'm doing the same exact thing. I just accused another of, and I think also it's at this point in the process where you had a court year where you were ready to move on. Like, yes, obviously they could have got more for him last year. Yep. That is established yep. and irrelevant. Well, what not irre- was- I mean, it's, it's irrelevant to what happened today. Yeah. It's, what it's, happened it's, today yeah. was they were in a spot. I can just roll out of bed and talk Rogers trade. How about that? They were in a, eventually they were in a spot where like the only team that was willing to trade for Rogers was so thirsty for Rogers and they shouldn't have had as much leverage. The trade shouldn't be as good as it is. But the Jets were so – they overstepped their boundaries so hard. And they were so, like, all in. And it wasn't It wasn't already like, hey, I'm going to ask this girl to prom and hopefully she's, she says yes. They already spent money on, like, fireworks in the sky that spell out Ashley, you know. They've already, <laughs> they've already gone for it. They've already done it. And yeah. so the Packers still got all of this out of him now this may uh, help your argument it may hurt it here's a tweet from nick corte okay he says according to the jason uh, over the cap pro football focus brad chart they have a chart based on trades okay if you took the package of everything together what the packers essentially traded aaron Rodgers for was is worth the seventh overall pick in the draft. That's an awesome trade. And if the conditional kicks in, it's the third overall pick in the draft. 
you're telling me that's that you the value get... of the of the package. So you're first off, thank you for sharing that. Um, you're telling, you know, who's ever against this trade? And again, establishing the fact that they could have gotten far more a year ago, the Russell Wilson Denver deal. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, go back in time. You would do that a hundred times out of one hundred if you could. Given what this is, Aaron Rodgers turning forty in December, coming off the season that he just had, you just got either the third or the seventh overall pick. Mm-hmm. You crushed it. Like that's an awesome deal for Brian Gutekinds. And you know, again, removing that he didn't do what he probably wanted to do a year ago, which was do the unthinkable, which is trade a back-to-back MVP in the offseason of 2022. Okay, he didn't do that. Okay, fine. He, he probably wanted to. He didn't. Okay. You can ding him for that. I think that's totally fair. But given the circumstances, to use that chart and say the Packers got either the third or the seventh overall pick in value is a huge win. Huge win for the Packers. I'm going to bring in sporting a 105.7 FM The Fan t-shirt. What? The Sean O'Connell. Oh, I'm just done. glad it's over. Not the fan, but the trade. I'm just glad it's over. The The real problem remains Matt LaFleur. If we could have got Sala in return, I would be way on board. I hate Matt LaFleur. This is always going to be a problem. It doesn't matter. We could have whomever. Patrick Mahomes with uh, uh, friggin' Tom Brady as his backup. We're still not going to win the Super Bowl. F you, Matt LaFleur. I hate you more than anything else. Love you guys. See ya. <laughs> the Sean O'Connell. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Um, uh, Bodie also says, can we trust Goot to use the picks effectively? And now we're, you know, it's another part of the yeah. story, I guess. Here's some things that Brian Gutekinds did say via Ryan Wood. Okay. Um. A lot of things have been agreed upon, but the trade is not yet finalized. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That came out and talked about that. It's done. It, well, I mean, it's not approved by the league office. Like, it, there's going to be like two or three days of, you know, just administrative stuff. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, while working with this impending trade, Brian says he's been consumed with the draft. Hopefully there's some finality for everybody in it. And then he also says he has not talked to Rogers shit since the Packers season ended. <laughs> Couple of other comments on Facebook. Nothing else big from Goody? Like all of these. That's it. That's all that I got from Woody. Okay. Who else would I look at that hasn't blocked me? Yeah, I think I think you've run out of options. I think it's Ryan Wood or Bust. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Wood and I are good. Uh, Matt Schneidman writes his articles in Cran. So uh, what am I supposed to look at? Uh, some more comments here. Oh, there was this Photoshop where he's wearing the number eight, like a Cal. Yep. And I would like to speak to that. I hope he wears the number eight. I don't like when numbers get retired and then they are reworn. I think that defeats the purpose. The number 12 in New York is retired for Joe Namath, who has said 
that he doesn't mind if Rogers wears the jersey. And Rogers, being Rogers, I don't know. I don't know what's more Rogers like actually. For him to wear twelve because he's worn it always in the pros, or for him to wear eight because it starts anew. I don't know. Can you can you hear me even though I'm not on video, so I can look at Twitter? Yes. Your guy Domofsky, whose tweets you can't see. Gudekinst on why trading Rogers was best. Quote, Aaron is obviously up there in age. Okay. That's honest. I think he's got some really good football left in him. As we got through the offseason, this made sense. Having Jordan sit for another year would have really delayed his development. I love that Gudekinst started with Aaron is obviously up there in age. So maybe that'll be a bulletin board for Rogers. And the other one I thought was interesting was Ryan Wood. Uh, Brian Gudekinst asked if there was ever a moment he doubted this trade would get done. Quote, there were a few, no doubt. It was a long process. I felt it would get done all along, but there were times you had to be careful with how you proceeded going forward. Because of the Jets? I don't know, or because of Rodgers being who he is? That, you know, Aaron wakes up one day and says, never mind, I'm retiring? Like, I, all options were on the table, given the person that you're trading, um, because he, he's a wild card. Jerry Rice came back and wore 80 with the Seahawks. Steve Largent had retired. It was retired for him, but Steve Largent was in politics, so the last thing he was going to do was put up a stink. And then Peyton Manning wore 18 in Denver, even though it was retired by the Broncos for some quarterback back in the 40s, but his family said it was okay. I just think if you retire a number, you retire a number. I'd Yep. You don't retire it and then go whatever. Rogers just wanted to split the difference between four and 12. So he went with eight. Uh, this podcast will not age well. That's from my guy, Peter. I don't even know what that, like. It means, you mean that the, the optimism that we are both expressing about the trade, you know? Yeah. I get what he's. I mean, I said the bucks would sweep the heat. I really don't care about aging. Well, also look at my face. Speaking of aging. Well, right. Um. So how much do we owe this year? What's the financials of it? Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I don't know. Okay. They're not going to... Does don't that matter? Uh, we'd have to get on... Uh, I always forget his name. Who's our Packers cap guy? Ingles? Ingles, Ken. Yeah, sorry, Ken. Read your stuff all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going I'm to leave that up to Ken Ingles. <laughs> so, yeah. They're going to, I mean, they're going to spread out like, like something like $40 million in dead cap money. I believe it's not like the Packers walk away from this completely free of a burden cap wise. Like why did there need to like this trade was always going to have a, what's the right word for it? A escalator or a, like a conditional aspect. Yeah. It was always going to have some sort of, it was always going to. But yeah. why? It, it doesn't. I don't even feel like it needed one. Well, the reason is because Woody Johnson, the Jets owner, was panicking about Rodgers and his ninety percent retired comment. But so they're giving. So, but that. But the, they're basing it on this year. No, that's why I'm saying that Brian Gutekinds, the negotiator, won the tug of war because Woody Johnson, Jets owner, really felt like, well, if Rodgers doesn't play in 2024, then we shouldn't have to give you a pick. In fact, don't forget. Part of the thing that the Jets wanted. It feels the, like they tricked them. Well, no, no, no. What, well, no, they had him in a in a corner, and the Jets said, you know what? We want to clear Because even if it was just for a second, it'd be fine. It'd be fine. 
Yeah, but you know what though? This wasn't for a second. This was, as you mentioned earlier in the show, for no either... a second next year in addition to the other stuff. Oh, sure. Because I'm saying, like, you know, the Packers to your but point. But then there's earlier, there's a 65% play. Just that that seems stupid. It seems that, like like that that's why I thought right away it was for next year. Because that no. makes sense. Oh, 65% snaps next year. Okay. Yeah. But for this year, like, what are they protecting for this year? They're right. trying to protect themselves. I think that's one of those things where, you know, you're Brian Gudekinst and you you to some extent you probably can't believe that the conversation about the conditional aspect has gotten to the point of percentage of snaps this season. And you're probably like, uh, sure. 65%, you know, go ahead. That's fine. You know, and the jets could kind of go back to their ownership and they could say, well, look, you know, this, this kind of guarantees us that Rogers is going to be here this year and he's going to be committed. He's going to play, you know, two thirds of the snaps. And, but again, from a negotiating perspective, I think it's a pretty objective truth that, Brian Gudikins did extremely well. The, I want to say this too, Bart, just in case some of your listeners don't know. The Jets wanted the Packers to have to give a pick to the Jets if Rodgers retired after this season. The Jets felt, as of a couple weeks ago, that if the Packers don't give the Jets a 2024 pick, 2024 pick in the event of Rodgers retiring after the season, that the deal wasn't going to go through. Not only did the, is there no conditional aspect that encompasses, well, if Rodgers only plays one season, the Packers have to give back this. Or if Rodgers only plays this season, then the Packers don't get the first or the second next year. None of that happened. All it has to do with, as you've reiterated, is that Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps this season. Whether it's a one and done or not, there's nothing the Packers will have to give back in the future in terms of picks, which, again, was a sticking point for the Jets in these negotiations. Um and, and it's just all Rodgers has to do is basically not get hurt this year. So Well, Rodgers could wear zero. Guys can wear zeros now. But, no, I, I, it's confirmed that he's wearing eight, I'm pretty sure. It is? Yeah. So Goody won't even say the trade's official and it's confirmed that Rodgers is wearing eight? Because you're talking about two different sides of this. You have the Jets marketing team. Rodgers is expected to wear his college eight on the Jets. Yeah, it, he's wearing eight. I mean, like, there's not really – I would just tell you, Bart, I think there's some level of thinking that this trade didn't get done today. It got done a <laughs> handful of days ago, and that Brian Gutekinds wanted it to be done prior to his pre-draft press conference. The fact that this deal got leaked, announced, call it what you want, five minutes before Gutekinds is on the – podium to talk about his pre-draft press conference not a coincidence so so yeah i think it's at this point relatively you know seems relatively certain that rogers wears number eight and again why you're, to your point like the trade isn't official why would they know that because the jets understandably have already set up their marketing team to go crazy with this as they should i mean that they should take every advantage of this because rogers is probably going to sell 60 million dollars worth of rogers number eight jets jerseys uh so that's it's the deal's not official, but obviously, if you're the Jets and you're the Jets marketing team, you're not waiting until four days from now to start your your, your, your jersey sales efforts. You're doing it now, right? Here's what I'm going to tweet out because uh, Schefter has the tweet. He's expected to wear eight. I'm tweeting, quote tweeting that this is the greatest thing that Rodgers has ever done. Players respecting numbers that are retired when they go to a new team is an elite move. Credit Rodgers for being a true professional 
unlike selfish losers, Jerry Rice, <laughs> Seahawks, Peyton Manning. and Peyton Manning. Yeah. Broncos. That'll rile them up. That'll rile up Shefty, right? Uh, okay. I thought some, I got the noise that someone joined in, but no one's there. Uh, there was another thing I wanted to read. Brian says, how do Favre and Rogers career match each other? Exactly. Like 15 plus years, one Super Bowl. both get traded to the jets. It's pretty wild. Flat circle, flat circle. So if it was so unlikely to have another hall of famer after a hall of famer, it's even more like if Jordan loves even any good, we have to assume he's going to the Jets. Mm-hmm. You're much more likely to be struck by lightning after you've been struck by lightning. Uh, I was just talking about how I was not going to do a Rogers live. And here we are. You said that that was foolishness. I said that the other day. That was, yeah, you should not have said that. Um, Don says eight brings back his former bromance with Braun. Oh, I love it. Now he can open up 812 restaurant all by himself. Um, Austin's going to get a jersey. He says, I want a Goody jersey. Yeah. There's he your says, number, I'll snitch Goody and a number one on the back of a suit. <laughs> I like that. And I think oh, Matt Bush to the IL is confirmed. I saw that. Yep. <laughs> And they waived and they designated for assignment Javi Guerra. So the two guys that gave up the nine spot yesterday or Sunday afternoon are both not with the rooster, the roster, the rooster. They've come off of the roster. Yeah. They're off the roster. Oh, that would have been a great bit. (laughs) Have you done that before? No, that was great. I love that. That would have been a great bit, man. Who do you know who sings that song? Uh, Allison Chains. Very good, very good. No, Matt Bush is off the roster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a great bit. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Like if I had the, I think I can play music actually, but I don't know, and I haven't really. They're off the roster. Yeah, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers off the roster. Yeah. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.